Welcome to Lightness, a space where we dive deep into the realms of spiritual exploration, mental well-being, and the profound art of channeling and energy work. I am your host, Kayla Dillon, and I'm thrilled to take you on a transformative journey that intertwines personal stories, insightful discussions, and enlightening meditations. Join us as we explore the depths of the human experience, share channeled messages of wisdom, and embark on a path of self-discovery and inspiration. Get ready to ignite your inner light and embark on a voyage of healing and growth. I'm so happy that you're here. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Lightness. I'm your host, Kayla Dillon, and I am very happy that you're here and tuning in and listening. If you're new here, welcome. I'm glad you found this podcast. It's been quite the passion project for me, sharing spirituality, mental health, all the things, (laughs) interviews, meditations, breath work, just a combination of all the things that I love that I wish had one space for. So here it is, lightness. Today is going to be a solo episode, more focused on kind of world events and mental health awareness, because I think in a lot of places, this is kind of missing. Um, As you know, the world is in chaos right now. And I'm getting really tired of living through all of these massive once-in-a-lifetime events over and over and over. (laughs) Not only do we have all of the very terrible things happening in the world. Astrologically, things are a bit crazy with eclipse season, which is a time of very intense energy for different changes and releasing and letting things go and really pushing you in the direction of your highest good. Um, But that can come with struggles and unearth some things that are difficult to deal with. So if you're having a hard time right now, I'm sending you healing and loving energy. Um, Just know that it's not forever and just take it one day at a time. But I think, so if you're like me, you've been scrolling social media, whether that's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, if you watch the news, I feel like no matter where you go, it's bombarded with current information, right, over and over and over again about terrible things happening um, with Israel and Palestine and just atrocities all over the world, basically. And it feels like sometimes you really can't get away from that. I was talking to my sister the other day about all the things And I remember her saying, um, I'm just so overwhelmed with social media, just like bombarded with video after video after video. And it just seems like anxiety is super high, panic is super high, right? And it can leave us feeling like a, a helpless feeling, a powerless feeling. And when we're in that state of panic, anxiety, anger, all the things, we're not really effective. And we can't really think straight. And I 
bet that if you were to think about a time, if if you relate to this, right, you're on social media, you're scrolling, all of these terrible things are happening in the world, and it's just video after video after video, and you feel your anxiety kind of creeping up, 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 and you're starting to feel distressed, and then like you really can't think, and your body kind of feels weird, and you don't really know what to do with yourself and you don't feel like you can do enough or, you know, we're not really making connections and thinking critically or logically at that point. We've kind of lost it, right? And so in the mental health field, we call that like a window of tolerance. So the window of tolerance was created by Dr. Dan Siegel and It is commonly used to describe the normal brain and body reactions, especially after adversity or difficult situations. And so by understanding the window of tolerance and also this idea of flipping our lid, it can help us kind of gauge where we're at um, when this stuff starts happening. So before I go into that, I want to just say that this may be a very unpopular opinion. However, when you are noticing that anxiety and that distress creeping up to the point of feeling like it's hard to control and you feel kind of out of sorts, very stressed out, um, maybe that's time to really take a step back, right? And it's okay to focus on your normal routines. It's okay to turn off social media, turn off the news and focus on what you can do, right? And sometimes that's bringing it back to basics, bringing it back to maybe you get a glass of water, you go for a walk, you talk to a friend, um, bringing it back to basics to where you can bring yourself into the here and now. Because a lot of times, there's not a whole lot that we can do, right? And that's kind of a crappy feeling. But what we can do right now is focus on what we do have control over, right? And maybe you need to go back to basics of, I'm going to read a book, or I'm going to pet my dog or cat, or take a nap, right? And bring yourself back down to baseline in order to really move forward in a productive and grounded way. Because I think sometimes what happens is we get so consumed with social media or the news, right? And then we start getting anxious or angry or panicked, and then we react from that state. And so if we were to bring this back to the window of tolerance, we would be in essence outside of that tolerance window. We would either be in hyperarousal or we would be in hypoarousal. So the window of tolerance is, if you were to look at a diagram, it would have three different sections. So in the middle is kind of where you want to be. This is your window of tolerance. This is your optimal arousal zone. And it can kind of look like a wave. So kind of like when you are having a good day, you're feeling good, and then you have a stressful moment, and that wave kind of climbs up, and then you kind of um, get over that, and it goes back down. And so the window of tolerance is the amount of distress or the window in which um, 
you feel in control and stable in making um, grounded choices and able to cope a lot better with distress. And different things play into this window of tolerance. So we can make our window of tolerance bigger or we can make it smaller. And so the things that impact that, right? So in order to make our window of tolerance larger, that would include getting enough sleep, um, eating, drinking enough water, moving our body, and doing things that add to our um, overall well-being. And so things that make our window of tolerance a lot smaller are if we don't get enough sleep, if we're not eating and drinking enough, if um, we have a lot of stress, right? And so these things make our window of tolerance smaller or make us unable to deal with different stressors. We feel more on edge, we feel more keyed up, right? And so you're more likely to kind of go out of that tolerance window. And so when we go up above the tolerance window, this is what's called hyper arousal. This is like, think of fight or flight. You are very panicked or maybe there's anger or agitation. You're very emotionally reactive and distressed. You feel a lot. Maybe you have racing thoughts and in the state, your judgment is impaired. And so this can look like I'm having trouble. I can't calm down. I can't calm down, right? And then the opposite below. So if we're falling below our window of tolerance, this is called hypoarousal. And this is feeling too little. This is like a numbness, an absence of sensation. This can be um, lead to isolation, withdrawal. This can be like depression, hopelessness. This is like shutting down the freeze response. And so a way to remember hypo arousal is that you're shutting down and detaching. So if you're going above your window of tolerance, say you're in a panic state, right? And you can't calm down. Something to take into consideration for needs in that moment is soothing skills, something to ground you into the present moment. So maybe going for a walk or doing some breathing exercises, meditation, anything that's going to help you come back to baseline and reduce that distress so you can come back into your window of tolerance. And then if you're shutting down and detaching, your needs in that moment are gentle stimulation and orienting to time and place. So this could be like touching different objects around you and feeling the sensation of you know, the different textures, eating a sour candy, you could eat different things like different textures, anything that brings that stimulation to bring your nervous system kind of back online from shutting down is going to be important. So the thing is, is with the window of tolerance, it doesn't mean that any type of distress is going to throw you out of your window of tolerance. The bigger your window is, the more able you are to experience different levels of distress and higher levels of distress and deal with those effectively. It's when we're not doing the other things to help the window of tolerance stay larger that really impacts that. So in this case, right, if you are feeling very overwhelmed, overstimulated, and everything around you is causing you not to sleep enough or not to eat or anything like that, that's going to make it worse. So again, bringing it back to basics when you need to, 
right? And this doesn't mean that you can't help or that you can't advocate and do the things that are needed. It just means that you need to take time for you too. You can't help other people and be effective at that when you're emotionally dysregulated because you're not making clear and logical choices out of that emotional state. And so that brings me to what's called flipping your lid. Some of you may have heard it, but if not, this relates to your window of tolerance as well. So we can think of the brain as kind of like our fist. So if you tuck your thumb into your fist, this is kind of what your brain looks like. And if we look at like the top of our fingers, this is the prefrontal cortex. This is your thinking brain. This is where you make your critical decisions. And the top of the hand, kind of like where your knuckles are, will be your cerebral cortex. And then the thumb tucked in is your amygdala. Your amygdala deals with your feelings, those big feelings. And then you can think of like your thumb pad on the inside as your brain stem and then the arm as the spinal cord. So this is a good depiction of kind of like what your brain looks like. So when you have a closed fist, so to speak, your brain is calm. This can reflect a calm mind. Every part of the brain is connected and online. It's working in harmony and you're balanced and relaxed. And this allows you to think clearly and make clear decisions from a place that is emotionally regulated. When we experience distress and we are outside of our window of tolerance and we're in that fight or flight. So panic, anger, agitation, those types of things where you feel like you can't calm down. This we can call flipping our lid. So if you were to flip your fingers up, And so your fingers are straight up, but your thumb is still tucked in, right? This is where our prefrontal cortex, that thinking brain turns off because your brain senses some type of threat in order like for you to need to survive, right? And so all that's really connected is those feelings. You lose access to that thinking part of your brain and the amygdala activates fight, flight, or freeze, and you operate from a place of fear. And so when you flip your lid and you're outside of your window of tolerance, you're not making clear, concise decisions or or acting from that type of place, right, of a calm mind. So in that sense, what we need to do is focus on the needs, right? So you're outside of your window of tolerance and you're panicked or you're feeling super angry and you can't calm down, bring it back to basics, right? Soothing skills, grounding into the present moment. It can look different for everybody in terms of what you need. But I think this is a really, really important thing to think about, right? When we're trying to be an activist or we're trying to make a difference in the world or we see all of these terrible, terrible things happening, right? And it's just over and over and over, we're being reminded of this through social media or the TV, right? And we can't be effective from a place of dysregulation and fear, right? And I think the problem is, is that there's a lot of guilt and shame around 
taking a pause and bringing it back to basics and focusing on oneself when there's so much going on in the world. I think there's a lot of guilt and shame around, well, that I can't believe you're doing that when there's so many people struggling. How could you ever think to take time for yourself? And you're not saying anything. That's terrible, you know? And so there's a lot of guilt and shame around that. But I want to remind people that sometimes that's what you need. You need to take a step back in order to make sure that you're good. Because when you're in a a state of fear or anger, right? Think about that for a second. Think about how you react to other people and how you have conversation, how you hold space. It's not from a heart, heart open space. It's from like fear and it's not logical and it never ends well, (laughs) you know? And so this is your permission slip if you need it to take some time for you, right? This doesn't mean that you can't help or be an activist or, you know, but the message here is bring yourself back, right? Um, Back down to homeostasis and then activate and then go do the things because when you're tapped into that heart space and you're moving from a state of calm, grounded, loving energy, you are a million times more effective than moving from a dysregulated fear state. Point blank period. Um, yeah. So that is, I'll get off my soapbox. but I've just been seeing this a lot lately and I've seen only a couple of videos kind of similar on TikTok about people and mostly their therapists saying, you know, take time for you, bring it back to, to, you know, routine. If you have to, there's nothing wrong with that. And then so many people commenting below like oh my gosh thank you I needed to hear this I needed this today I needed this today and I think it can get so easy to get caught up in everything all of the terrible things um but just notice those key signs when you're noticing that you're kind of going into that highly distressed state and just know that it's okay to take a pause it's okay to turn off the phone it's okay to take a break doesn't mean that you can't help or you know you're not willing it just means that you need to take a break and calm down before you can be effective and that's okay so in the show notes I will have a link to the window tolerance as well as flipping your lid in case you want to browse those and learn more about them Um, If you have any questions about those, feel free to shoot me a message. I'd be happy to chat with you about that. And hmm, what else? I am going to be releasing two new meditations. One is already recorded. I may actually drop that one right after this, like same week. 
It is for grounding and clarity. (laughs) And that is a guided meditation. And then I will be doing another one for um, like heart space opening, like heart coherence, things like that. And I'm still debating on if I want it to be a meditation or a breathwork meditation. So I'll actually put a Q&A on here on the bottom. So if you kind of scroll down the show notes, I hope that it shows up. But if you prefer the breath work or you prefer the meditation, select which one you like and I'll go with the one that has the most votes. I think that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and then if if I don't hear a whole lot back, then I'll just go with my gut on that one. So it might be a breath work since I haven't done one in a while, but we'll see. For today's card pull, as always, I am pulling from the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit Guidebook, and the card today is Stingray. And Stingray, it says, developing confidence, a sense of self, or spine. The description says, the Stingray card represents a pivotal point in personal growth. The moment has come when the stingray must decide between the old, easy, comfortable, and familiar, and the new, challenging, uncomfortable, and unfamiliar. Pressure from family and friends makes the decision even more complicated. No matter what choice is made now, it's inevitable that this dilemma will surface again and again, as the force of dharma growing within the stingray is too strong to ignore. When in balance, eager, wants to grow, when out of balance, blames others and quits, and to bring back into balance, move through the discomfort. This is all about discernment and figuring out what is best for you. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by the judgment of others or picking the right path based on what others want you to do, maybe using this window of tolerance and flipping your lid idea if you're feeling overwhelmed and what do you need to ground yourself back into the present and to really hone into your center right now because maybe that is needed in order to find the path forward so with that being said thank you for tuning into this episode i love you guys so much and i'll catch you in the next one Bye-bye for now. As our journey together comes to a close, remember that the wisdom and insight shared here are just the beginning of your own remarkable adventure. I hope that the discussions, meditations, and channeled messages have ignited a spark within you to continue exploring your spiritual path and nurturing your mental well-being. Keep in mind that you hold the power to create positive change in your life and the lives of those around you. Thank you for joining me on Lightness. And until we meet again, may your journey be filled with love, light, and boundless growth. I love you. See you next time.